We're exclusive on the production. Your experience just got serious. We're the producers of God of a Coach. Exclusive hype brings to you. Ten on the clock. Here's your host, Tyrone Smith. Fresh off of the Timberwolves victory over the Utah Jazz Week 16 of the National Basketball Association is officially complete And while there was a lot of stories to talk about this week It would be disrespectful for me to not mention that this week marked the two year anniversary Of the unfortunate death of Kobe Bryant So before we get into any festivities of this episode, I feel that I need to play a clip from Gotham Coach's latest episode called Reset to 24. I usually go through a regimen where I eat, watch TV for about three, four hours, and then I usually KO around 7, 7.30 in the morning. <clears throat> so this one particular day I decided I was going to let YouTube rock out So I was, went to sleep on some YouTube videos And I had a pretty good sleep And then I woke up I could hear things around me But I was still asleep So I hear announcers and I hear like this somber moment That these announcers are having As if something bad has happened Normally when I hear stuff like that, it's because of a legend that has usually passed away. Somebody from the from the old school that they wanted to show love to. So that was my initial thought going into actually waking up and seeing the news. When somebody passed, you get that black screen with somebody's face right in the middle, their name, date of birth, date of the unfortunate incident, whatever happened to them that caused them to lose their life. I see the black screen, big 65-inch TV at the time. You see the black screen, you look at it, and I see that it was a picture of Kobe Bryant. Date of birth, 2020. My first thought was, people are so petty. Why do they have to make everything so dramatic? Kobe's not offing himself because LeBron James just passed him for third all time on the scoring list. He got too many other things that he could celebrate. And he had a great enough career where eventually people go past him. When we talk about a death that was felt in so many different communities, not only in the basketball community, but on all genres of sports music television entertainment fashion this is one of the deaths that really hit everybody really hard 
even now, two years to the day of his passing. Whether we talk about the shoes, or whether we talk about the Mamba mentality, which I personally think that we should just retire that saying altogether. There will never be another Kobe. There will never be another player with Mamba mentality. That is something that will never be felt again. Everybody can preach Mamba mentality. Everybody can do it. But at the same time, he was one of a kind. And his mentality will not be in every player. Everybody has unique perspectives or different perspectives on how to go about it. I don't think nobody will ever approach the game the way Kobe Bryant approached it. Even if you did the exact same things that he did, it would never be the same. First things first, I want to shout out the players that just came back from injury. Zach Levine came back this week. Chicago went 3-1 in his return. He averaged 24 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, and a steal. Shot 46% from the field, 27% from 3. And Anthony Davis made his triumphant return. The Lakers went 1-3 in the weeks in the week that he played games in. He missed a game Friday. He did not play in, so he played in three games. And the team went 1-2 in those games. So Anthony Davis came back. He averaged 22 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 blocks. Shot 55% from the field and 22% from 3. Now, I always look at injuries and I always look at them as blessing in disguise because they allow for other players to come in and be able to take advantage of the minutes, which makes the team that much stronger. For the Bulls, this did something for Kobe White for him to play in the draft pick that I'm not going to try to say his name because I don't want to butcher it, charge my mind, not my heart. Mm. But he was able to come in and give them significant minutes and he's going to help overall with the feel for the team going forward. For the Lakers, this didn't help them not one bit. It did benefit Stanley Johnson as he is now a official member of the team, no longer on 10-day contracts. He was signed to a two-year deal. It's going to be interesting to see going forward. These are two big returns for two teams that are really looking forward to strengthening their position in the playoffs. Let's talk about the All-Star Weekend. We're going to talk about the rookie sophomore game and the All-Star starters, and I'm going to give my reserves. A new format has been in place for the rookie sophomore game, which includes a 14 tournament. The player pool will consist of 28 players, 12 rookies, 12 sophomores, four players from the Ignite G League team. The first round game is going to have a target score of 50 then the winners is going to play to a game of 25, which will cultivate into a score of 75 points. I actually like this concept. I think that they should do this going forward. A lot of the events in All-Star Weekend has really gotten stale to the point where you really don't want to watch them anymore. So to add some type of new, fresh ideas into the rookie-sophomore game is going to make me want to watch that much more. LeBron James and Kevin Durant are going to head the captain seats for the East and the West. And then they will be followed by Steph Curry, John Moran, Andrew Wiggins, and Nikola Jokic for the West. For the East, you got Giannis, Joel Embiid, Trey Young, and DeMar DeRozan. For the Western Conference, I'm going to start off with Luka Doncic, Carl Anthony Towns, and Rudy Gobert as my three forwards. As my two guards, I got Devin Booker and Chris Paul. And for my wild cards, I have DeJounte Murray and Donovan Mitchell for the East Coast. I got Jason Tatum, Jared Allen, and Jimmy Butler as my three forwards. I got LaMelo Ball and James Harden as my two guards. 
For my wild cards, I have Miles Bridges and Chris Middleton. For Charlotte to get two All-Stars, I think it's warranted because Charlotte was a hit or miss team for me. Jimmy Butler, I mean, he's been hurt a lot, but these past couple games, he's been putting up triple-doubles, really looking strong. Jared Allen, he's been really dominating inside the paint. I also had Darius Garland in contention here, and I wouldn't be surprised if Darius Garland got in over Chris Middleton. But at the same time, those are my East and West reserves. Last but not least, I want to talk about Melo. Melo got some fans ejected, and those fans have been temporarily banned from Wells Fargo Center events going forward. When you're losing and you're not having a great game, he had nine points. He shot four from 11 from the field. He was one for four for three. Any little thing like that, on top of the fact that fans do like to antagonize players, like to get under their skin. I think that this warrant the reaction that Melo showed in that game against Philly. The comment of being called boy, I mean, it's hit or miss for me. Where I'm from, our response to each other is usually boy, what up? What up, boy? Things like that. And I don't take it as offensive or wanting to scrap or shoot the ones with the person that said it because that's how we talk. Cameron came out with a song called Oh Boy back in 2000. That don't make Cameron an offensive rapper because his, the title of his song was called Oh Boy. I just think that this was a fact of Melo being frustrated with the way the game went. The Lakers was getting, was getting beat and he wasn't having a great game. All right, so we going into the locks of the week this week. Last week, I went 6-1 and one in my predictions. The only game that I didn't predict correctly, ironically, was the hometown Pistons. I had them beating the Magic, and Magic destroyed them. My current record in locks of the week is 64-30-1, and, and I look to improve upon that record this week. And the only way I'm going to be able to improve upon it is if I pick some games. So let's get into the selections. Monday, I got the Raptors over the Hawks. Tuesday, give me the Nuggets over the Knicks. Wednesday, give me the Celtics over the Hornets. Thursday, give me the Clippers over the Lakers. Friday, I got the Mavericks defeating the Sixers. Saturday, you can give me the Thunder over the Kings. In my weekly Piston game selection, Sunday, give me the Timberwolves over the Pistons. Mm. 